eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening to the podcast today. It's been a minute since I've done a White Sox-centric podcast, but the stuff that Tim Anderson is doing cannot be denied, man. He comes off a game last night where he goes four for five. He gets his batting average up to 339, what, four games left to go in the season. It looks like he's going to be the American League batting champion. And I wanted to take a, a, a... some time to look back a little bit and talk about some of the good that's happened over on the South side, along with some things that I'd like to see get better. Anderson is front and center of this conversation because you're not supposed to be able to do what he's doing at the major league level. You're not supposed to be able to be an 873 OPS player without you know, walking because he doesn't walk. He hits his way on. And I know that there were a lot of people who thought at the beginning of the year that you're not going to be able to see this guy blossom as an offensive force because he needs to take walks. Now, I, I hope that he continues his growth and his development to a point where we are talking about someone who is going to be taking more walks because if he does that, and this year he only has 13 walks, which is amazing. If he does that, I think it's going to open up a world of opportunity for him. But what you're witnessing with Tim Anderson is a guy that, one of those guys are like, man, he's a super athlete. You know, if you could ever figure out how to get him to love the game and and embrace the game, then you would see the, the light click on and he could be an amazing player. Well, I think that you've seen that. I think that you've seen a guy who has worked really hard. And in thinking about doing today's podcast, I, I kind of went back into the archives a bit. Remember back in April when people started to take notice of Tim Anderson with the, the bat toss that he had against the Royals, and then there was the whole thing with the Royals, and people are throwing at people, and it's – It's all nonsense, and we talked about the type of nonsense that it was. I felt like that was a flashpoint for the White Sox as a season, and 
maybe I should have looked at it more as a flashpoint for Tim Anderson individually, that that was an opportunity for him to start expressing himself inside the game and getting to a level where he felt comfortable inside the game to be himself and to let all of his fantastic athletic gifts be blended in with a knowledge of a growing knowledge of the game. And then what you end up having is a guy that may be the batting champion in the American league. Watching him hit now is a joy. It's fun. And I don't know if I ever thought that he was going to turn into a batting champion. I thought he would be a guy that would hit you 20 home runs, steal you 20 bags a season, but wasn't going to necessarily hit for average. And you look at him and and look at what he's done so far this year. It's insane that to, to have an on-base percentage of 358 with 13 walks means hashtag stick talk. It means that you were out there hitting the ball. And and he's done that this season. And you look at the, the breakdown of him with 32 doubles this season. Strangely enough, no triples for Tim. Uh, this season, but that goes along with the 18 home runs that he has in, in 2019. And you're seeing the spark of a player that gets it, that understands how he can be better before I go backwards. Let me, let me let you hear from Tim Anderson last night after the game was over, obviously with the lead that he's now extended in the American league batting chase. Here's what he had to say about his evolution uh, as a player. So you don't want to jinx it, you don't like talking about it, but it's getting closer, especially when you put another four hit effort together. Yes, I was thinking about where we're tonight. Everything is clicking for me tonight. Tim, how much pride do you take in kind of the, uh, the big improvements that you've made? Obviously, it's, it's paying, the work is paying off. A lot, a lot. Just, uh, you know, so I was you know, a couple years ago to where I am now. Man, I put the work in, and uh, it's showing. And you're not, you're not alone either. I mean, there's a, a few nah, guys. Nah, there's a bunch of guys. guys man, there's a bunch of guys that's, that's, you know, having pretty good years. And, and I remember, you know, we've been working. Does that kind of add to the pride level and, and yeah. kind of set things up for next year? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's, you know, yeah, we like, like we wanted to, but, you know, the guys are having good years, and, you know, hopefully we can keep that going to next year. If you had to say one, is there one big thing that's, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of, a number of things that you've changed work on. What's the biggest thing from last year to this year for Tim Anderson's uh, Man, just, you know, just being upright and, uh, you know, having coverage to, you know, all sides of the plates and being, being aggressive in the zone and, and being able to, you know, hit every pitch that's in the zone. That's key. Now, I know that there is a lot of music and there's guys cleaning cleats in the background, so I apologize for that. But in there, you do have Tim talking about, well, how do I become a better player? And what he said there at the end, I think, is um, really important. That when you get your pitches, then you have to make them count. You, 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 when you get stuff in the zone that you can hit, you have to drive it. And I'm curious on what the White Sox will say at the end of the year Rick Hahn is supposed to talk tomorrow on what they'll say at the end of the year about how he can further his development. Maybe it is that he can now try to hit for more power if he wants to because he's clearly got it with with the 18 home runs. I'll just say that in a season that had some disappointments, and, and here's what I mean. 
I was on with Jeremy Warner, who does a show down in Champaign yesterday. I love Jeremy. He covers the Illini, but he's a White Sox guy. And we were we were talking about the team, and I looked at the the White Sox first half of the season where they were forty two and forty four, and it had had you flipped it because I think they've won what twenty seven games in the second half. Does that sound right? Is there now they've won sixty nine games? If it looked like they were from a team standpoint moving in a good direction with a from wins and losses. It would feel better than the. It was a tease. It was a little bit of a tease. Like, man, you know, these guys are all starting to kind of come together, and it's starting to work out for the White Sox. And then in the second half, it just was a major collapse. They have a lot of work to do, but at least they've identified players that should be here for a while. And Tim Anderson, quite honestly, was one of those guys I wasn't sure was going to be part of whatever the master plan is for the White Sox going forward. And I think that he has uh, put a bullet in that. <laughs> I think that he's clearly going to be here now. To watch the evolution of this guy, and now he's over, what, 2,000 plate appearances in his career, and seeing that growth is an amazing thing. When you couple that with Aloy hitting for power, not always hitting for average, but hitting for power, and Moncada having a year where he's going to finish above 300. He's going to be a, a, a 900 OPS player. Those are things to build off of. They still have a lot of work to do, and I feel like now is the time where White Sox fans, you can go back to being you now. I think that you've been really patient. I know I've been really patient, but I think that this is an offseason where – the pressure's on the White Sox front office to add to what clearly you have building blocks in Anderson and Aloy and Moncada and Giolito and even McCann, even though you know he's an older guy. But you have some of those building blocks in place. It is incumbent upon them to maximize this. It's part of the reason why I wanted Robert up here, that I wanted Louis Robert up here is because that way, if you have, you don't have to worry about growing pains next year. See, I feel like the 2020 season should be a season where the White Sox are looking at themselves as a a team that can contend. Now, I don't know if anyone's going to stop the Twins and their Bash Brothers-style offense, but the White Sox should be looking at themselves in 2020 as a team that's that's part of this, that's in this thing. You're going to get some of the guys back in your rotation that hopefully will be healthy, but they need to approach free agency very aggressively. It should be plug and play. To me, having Robert play 20 games in September would have allowed him to be a pro faster. So you don't have to worry about his route to the ballpark and how he deals with the big hotels. All that stuff. He wouldn't have to worry about it. He comes back to spring training knowing that he's going to be on the major league roster and knowing a little bit of how to play with his teammates. All of that stuff gets you out of the way. And and my biggest issue, and my buddy Barry Rosner says this, and I think he's 100% right, seven is more than six. I get that. But now 
Is the control the most important thing? Think of it this way. Are you convinced? Now, my hope is that this is the case, but are you convinced that the front office that's in place now will be here seven years from now? Because I'm not. And I feel like they need to do everything to try to win immediately now that they have identified, they have rightly identified, and shout out to my man Dave Brown who covers baseball for Yahoo. He said they also deserve some credit, in Anderson's case in particular, with development. This is finding someone who's got athletic tools, and then once they got to the major leagues, you were able to help make them a better player. With Robert, I just feel like you could eliminate some of the growing pains in the 2020 season by giving him opportunities to play in September. But that's over with, and and it won't happen. But free agency, the White Sox need to be aggressive in free agency. There, there are still holes that they need to fill, especially in their rotation. Look, I didn't want this to be a whole, like, total White Sox, like, year-in-review pod. Don't worry, I'll do that next week. I wanted to focus in on Tim Anderson because I, I've i just really appreciated the way that he has grown uh, as a person and as a player. And it should be noted, this guy is up for the Roberto Clemente Award. He's not just talking the talk, man. He's walking the walk. He is out here in the streets of Chicago, on the south side of Chicago, trying to make things better. He is heavily involved with the White Sox Amateur City Elite Program. He understands or is learning. He's starting to understand his place as a role model for kids like him that maybe think baseball is boring, but yet they could play it at an excellent level, at a high level. So I wanted to take you back a little bit. In April, after the the bat toss, I had Tim Anderson on. And it's just about 90 seconds of this. But I wanted to share with you his thoughts on where he's at as a player right now. This is back in April, so you'll be able to hear a little bit of why he's been so confident this season and why he's excited about the future of the White Sox. Oh, man, I think I'm putting a lot into the game, man. I've been working hard. Um, you know, I think I've been, you know, breaking down and uh, getting with our hitting coach. And, uh, you know, he's been teaching me the game a lot more and uh, and showing me things. And, uh, you know, man, it's, it's I'm, I'm starting to get the game a, a lot more and understanding a lot more, and I'm learning, you know, more so what guys are still trying to do to me. And, uh Man, it's, it's it's been a crazy road. It's been a crazy road, man. You know, I I would have never thought that, that this would happen. Um, but uh, man, I'm just honored and uh, and blessed to be in the position that I'm in, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it, and um, I'm gonna keep being me, you know, and uh, keep having fun because, I mean, that's what it's all about. In spring training, you were you were pretty vocal about how you felt about this group, and to see yourself hitting well and Aloy come up and Moncada smashing the ball. How does that make you feel about the, the present and the future for White Sox baseball? Man, I think I think it, it, it gets a lot of people fired up. It definitely gets me fired up. And uh, I think we're at the place where we want to be. You know, it, it, it's not like, you know, it, it's no place like, you know, being where you want to be. And I think that's where we're at with it. And uh, these guys have been doing a heck of a job, man. And uh, we got a great young core, and I think that we're all bought into what, the White Sox are trying to do, 
and uh, and uh, I don't want to win nowhere else. But on the south side, man, I, I, I love Chicago. I love I love the White Sox, and uh, that's where I want to be. So a couple more stats on Tim Anderson, and I'm going I'm to leave you be for today. This is from our buddy Christopher Comka, who does an incredible job over at NBC Sports Chicago, breaking down statistics. He tweeted out, Tim Anderson's six four-hit games this season are the most in a season by a White Sox shortstop since Luke Appling had seven of them in 1936, and Tim still got a couple more games that he can do that. Tim Anderson has played 20 games this month. In those 20 games, he's had two four-hit games and one no-hit game. The South Side's going to have a batting champion, and his name's going to be Tim Anderson. And now they need to continue to build around him so that the batting champion, the the guy with the pop, and the all-around hitter in Moncada have some cover next year. Oh, and Jose Abreu might end up leading baseball in RBIs this year. There's enough here to be aggressive in free agency, build around this guy. This guy has proven this year that he's someone that, that should be a part of who you are as a franchise going forward. I hope that the White Sox take that and don't play around with contracts. If you want a guy, get a guy. But I'm so happy that Tim Anderson is having this season and it has been a, a real pleasure watching him grow into the player that he's become. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I got some fun for you later on. Make sure you stick around. We'll do a Bears preview later on this week, too. I appreciate your support. Please, please, please subscribe to Loho Daily. Give it five stars and tell a friend about it.